This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... It's gaming convention season in Florida, so get ready for a Category 5 event. Huracan 2019 will make landfall between Thursday, September 26th and Sunday, September 29th in Kissimmee at the Days Inn by Wyndham. Hosted by the Historical Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter, the convention features the best historical wargaming action in the state and this year's focus is on Mava Rasha. Non-historical war games are represented too, along with a solid role-playing game panel with games from the Pathfinder and Starfinder societies and the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild on tap. In addition to the gaming action, there will be a number of independent vendors selling rulebooks, miniatures, terrain, and supplies all weekend for all your hobby needs. Plus, don't forget, Deuce's personal favorite, a high-energy flea market rummage sale Friday night that you don't want to miss. It will be four days of intense but very fun hobby gaming, so make your Huracan preparations now. For attendance registration, details, and a link to the hotel's reservation system, visit https colon slash slash tabletop.events slash conventions slash Huracan dash 2019. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing... They are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro waves. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello internets my name is johnny womack of course as always with me is my partner in crime deuce what's going on man hey man we are the happy hour with johnny and deuce we're a weekly podcast dropping on all your favorite services spotify uh itunes radio tune in radio app google play music everything iHeart you radio. iheart radio all those different places we're everywhere we're so, the big boys play we're the big boys play exactly so uh 
obviously go and share it with your friends and and uh, all that good stuff. So Deuce, we always love to do a Deuce salute before we start every episode. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and do that. Man, the natty lights are popping. They're crisp. They're, they're tonight, very crisp my friend. tonight. Very Absolutely, one hundred percent. I literally thought that was a sound effect. You guys added it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Literally, yeah, like literally it's me popping yeah. a beer. Yeah, and it, it's it. sad because now I'm out of my natter days, so I've got just like regular natty lights I found <laughs> in the back of the fridge. Like you know, I told you I was going to listen to some shows and. Um, I thought every time it was like you guys had a little sound effect. You hit a button. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. No, it's all real. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Deuce. Uh, we love wrestling. We've we been. Uh, I mean, you and I have both been watching since we were in diapers, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with our dads and yeah. whatnot. So um, we love geeking out and wrestling. We're we're wrestling nerds, if you yeah. will. I always tell people you can be a nerd at anything yeah. as long as you're passionate about it. You could be a nerd at football. You love football. Yeah. You could be a nerd. If you want to uh, build Legos, you can be a nerd for Legos. It doesn't really matter what it is. But you and I, obviously, we love comic books and video games and all that stuff. But wrestling has been something we've probably been the most passionate about for most of our lives. Yeah. So, uh, and we, you've been to Thunder Championship Wrestling. Yes, I've been to times. every show yep. so far. It's amazing. I'm so, so glad we finally have a hometown promotion again. I cannot mm-hmm. stress how much. I love going to the Thunder Ship, Thunder Ship Championship Thunder Wrestling Cha- shows. Thunder- Say that three times fast, <laughs> right? Thunder Championship Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. The next show is going to be Saturday, <laughs> September 7th at the yep. Auburndale uh, High School. Um, floors yep. and ringside seats are $15, right. $10 for general admission, and it's $20 for the meet and greet, and that is with Gangrel and Bugsy McGraw. Also, mm-hmm. if you go to the Auburndale High School, they are selling tickets, and if you buy tickets from the school, the school is actually getting like a little extra right. amount of the proceeds, so I, I highly recommend uh, getting them there as well. Yep, I go with my dad, like me and wrestling with my dad. My dad, when he had me, was four years old. So there was a huge age gap. So there was not a lot like we could both enjoy together. But wrestling was like the one thing. Yeah, Um, my dad was 38 when he had me. Yeah, so you're in the same same boat. So it's like when you're talking about video games and comics, they're like, what? But wrestling they get. Yeah, yeah, but wrestling was the one thing like we bonded on. And like we had been front row at every show so far and like we look forward to it for the next you know month and a half till Mm -hmm. the next show so we're really looking forward to this show and today we are looking for we've got ray bees with us to here today from thunder championship wrestling how are you doing today man good guys how are you awesome we're doing great man uh another rainy day in florida my grass needs that needs it though so it's been a really hot summer yes it has yeah the shopping carts out there getting wet oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely 100 percent yeah uh but yeah uh you also go by boots yeah as of uh what was it june 1st (laughs) (laughs) pretty recent yeah Yeah. it uh it's funny how that came about like um you know so my character basically i have a will wrestle for food cardboard sign i've had that you know that idea came into my head and i don't know 1998 when I, it was when i was in high school right oh you yeah know, with all mm-hmm. my friends screwing around and stuff and just acting like an idiot and the name too ray b's like you know 
probably at 38 years old, it kind of sounds kind of stupid. But <laughs> well, it's almost like your gamer tags. Yep, like, you does. know what I'm That's saying? True. Like, yeah. I'm On like Xbox still Team Dirty Deuce at like <laughs> yes. 37, and I'm like, God, I probably need to get something that's more yeah. professional. But, you know, but, you I, know. Still, I still have an AOL email account that's so <laughs> stupid. I just give that out when uh, it's like, give me your email, and you know they're just going to spam you. Spam so here's, this, you. here's yeah. this AOL email that I'd never check. Yeah. 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 But, well, uh, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You know, whatever. I was 17 years old when I came up with it, and. Um, like just acting like a fool in high school, like taking my belt off and wrapping it around my face, and right. my, shoes, my shoes were on my hand, just acting like. Oh wow! Yeah, know, I yeah. literally was nuts and had rabies at the right. time. Like you know, <laughs> you know, throwing my friends into the soda machines. Yeah, it actually uh, sounds like an ECW promo right now. <laughs> yeah, so, that's literally the the stuff I was doing, and um, you know, I know there was like homeless Jimmy or some crap, and I what was it? Uh, it was after ECW that in California, uh, XP no XPW, I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Our, was, what is it? Uh, the the gorilla one they've got over in California. It wasn't gorilla. I think no. it. Was, I think it was XPW. I think it was okay. XPW. But, that sounds you know, right. Yeah, and no, uh, he he might have been more known before me, but I for sure did not even know he existed when I came up with the idea. And oh, it's no. funny too because uh, I ended up tagging with um, Naftali who. Also was Milo Beasley, who was homeless, and right. he he managed um, in in Full Impact Pro. He was like a uh, manager of Daniel Bryan, like right. huge right. people, and mm-hmm. you know he was doing his own thing. And I knew of him, and we just didn't know each other for the longest time. And then right. this one company kind of put us together, and right. then we were bums are us. It was awesome. That is That's great. The best that is ever. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we never we didn't plan it. We didn't even. I literally didn't even know him, and then it was like we became really good friends. And we were like, not like we were forced into this thing, but they're like, hey, we want to book you as a tag team, and we're like, all right, sweet. And yeah. then um, I already had the name Bums or Us because I had a um, one of my friends was my manager, and he would come out and. Just that's what we were known as, and that's right. that's the name I came up with. Um, also in high school, and it's with a Z, not yeah. an S, oh, because you know, yeah, it was cooler back cool then. Back yeah, then. Yeah. 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 Also, I think at the time when I bought the domain name, like bums with a S was, was taken, taken, so yeah. it was with a Z. There you go. Um, so yeah, it was bums are us. We went with that, and um, you know, rode that for a while. It was awesome being a tag with him. But um, anyway, getting back to it, it's like. Uh, I don't know what the heck I was talking about, where I was going, but came up with the character and um, had a lot of, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, sold a lot of merchandise. We'll wrestle for food t-shirts. Yeah. Sell very well because, you know, they don't have to necessarily like you to want the shirt. Oh, right. sure, yeah. Let's get that. I always looked at yeah. it that way. Like Cross I, promotion. I usually did, yeah. yeah. I did well with merchandise always. Um, so that, to me, you have to have a character to have merchandise almost. Right. Like it's kind of stupid if... If you're just like a regular name dude, and yeah, I don't, as a wrestling fan, I wouldn't want to buy John Smith's T-shirt. It right. just says John Smith and has like some generic thing. Like I don't know. I was like characters. Like when I was a kid in the '80s, like uh, you know, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, Big Boss Man. All these guys like that. That's the stuff I liked when I was a little kid. And and even you know, Duke the Dumpster Josie. Dro- after yep. I was a little kid, like. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's getting a little bit on after that. But like, there's always characters, the Mountie, like, yeah. And I, yeah. I just always was like, I don't want to be just this regular guy. And also, too, like, you go to indie shows, and especially when I started, 
there is a lot of these regular name guys because everyone wanted to just be like a badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everyone thought they were Stone Cold Steve Austin, but there's, yeah. you know, there's really one of him. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And he also still had, he had a nickname and basically he had a gimmick, but like everyone thought they could be that. And, um, I don't know. It just felt like on a lot of these shows, there was like a bunch of guys that people would forget. Yeah. They would go home and forget the hell. They might not remember my name, but they were going to remember there was this crazy homeless this guy, guy and it was awesome. <laughs> like yeah. they'll, so like to me, I was like, yeah, that's just going to help market myself having a gimmick. And I just don't, I really don't understand why anyone doesn't have a gimmick these no, days. I just, it, I don't know. It look, we'll use WWE as a prime example. Yep. There's so many guys that are just like, you know, just it's their name but they have no gimmick and they just fall through the cracks yep. because it's They're like forgettable you forget yeah, cuz you're like who was that like who wrestled in that match cuz if you don't have like a gimmick or like a really strong developed character it's like wrestler A is fighting creator wrestler B right you right. know yep. and that's the other thing too like um you know, I know I know a lot of people are like yeah you have to have gear and I do have gear like I yeah. literally wear a singlet under my stuff I have boots I have yeah, boots. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have uh, all that stuff. I wear like my my tape that is really dirty. Yeah. You know, because I wear it for months at a time. Oh, do you really? <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. So, like, you know, I look like a complete slob, but I do have boots. I do have, you know, I do have gear under there. Yeah. And the idea is, you know, as a high school wrestler, so I have that background um, on top of the fact that I'm just a dirty bum. So. Yeah. And I stand out. Like unless you're on, you're on like some crappy show, which every one of us has been on, where everybody's wearing t-shirts, yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is getting I, I don't know I guess with Kevin Owens and stuff like that, it's more acceptable now. It's starting to make a comeback, I yeah, think. which, it is. which yeah. w- like I don't care either way, but I know that people used to get mad about that, and at least with me, I was like, well, my mind kind of goes with the gimmick, so yeah. I don't, you so you know, get like a free pass. I, yeah. I feel like I do, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. You know, some of these guys, you know, you're trying to look like a badass, but if you're just not, it yeah. doesn't work. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So where did the name Boots come from? Because I was first introduced to the name at Thunder Championship Wrestling because uh, Chico Adams came out, who is a great heel for the promotion. Guys, yeah. if you haven't seen his matches, dude is an awesome heel. He's really good. He is really, really good. And he was coming out and he was talking trash to... Chavo Guerrero and Hector Hector Guerrero, Hector Guerrero yeah. sorry yeah. Hector Guerrero and uh, Brian Knobs yep. and asked him if they had their boots and he's like boots we got boots <laughs> and then you came out and everybody was chanting boots and I'm like in my head I'm like I don't think that's his name but I'm like well it got over so yep. Yep. yeah so um, things happen organically mm-hmm. I guess like um, the story was uh, I think Chico asked them if they had any, if they had their their gear, if they had their boots. Yeah, and um, I think that they, they were supposed to put over the fact that somebody had their boots, right. but that didn't quite quite translate. And then like the crowd's chanting boots, which I didn't care because like they're chanting for you either yeah, way. So exactly. you got to look at it. It as was a plus. kind yeah. of funny in my head. I was like, yeah. all right, whatever. And then like when I when I won, they announced boots, which. I didn't care. Yeah. Either. Yeah. And um so yeah, like uh it was it was not planned that way and it, that's how it happened. So 
I'm gonna I'm gonna work it into my gimmick somehow. Uh, maybe I'll be talking to my boots at some point. Like, like head, my, Al Snow with head. My no. boots might have a face on them with oh eyes, and oh, nice. you know the blown out uh, sole might have a tongue hanging out of it. Next time you see it, <laughs> nice. And um, I might be stomping my boot to get people to chant boots, boots. again. Yeah, that's and cool. then I might be adding more kicks to my repertoire that I normally don't do. Actually, you know, I was looking back at some of my matches. I was like, yeah, I did more kicks and crap than I remember. Yeah. It's weird, like, because I don't know. I, a, lot of this, a lot of the stuff I went back and watched, and I, I, my memory's horrible. I've been hit in the head and knocked out oh, probably yeah. 20 times. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times I've been just woozy. But, like, you know, going back, I'm like, oh, maybe I did more, more kicks because I'm trying to think of stuff I can use. So I'm probably going to do, like, a flying mafia kick again, which oh, nice. I nice. did a few times. So... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get my boots over with, you know, the face on the boots and yeah. and talking to my boots because you know, obviously they give me special powers. Yeah, you know, like hulking up. <laughs> like hulking yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, that might be happening, <laughs> and you know I'll be selling T-shirts that say boots on them probably along yeah. with my Will Russell for food stuff. So at this point, I look at it as a plus. I got yep. more merchandise yep. and. Um, that's so, a Young Bucks model, baby. You got to yeah. have like five or six T-shirts. Right. Yep. <laughs> so like, you know, life deals you lemons. You get T-shirts with the word boots printed on them. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That's how you do it. So I got to talk about your beard, man. Like that's an epic beard you got going on, man. How did yeah. that start? When did you start growing it? Um, It's weird because um, I never had a huge beard when I was wrestling before. So th- like November 2nd would have been seven years I didn't wrestle. Oh, wow. I just, I quit because... Um, November 2nd, 2012, I did not know how I got home. So I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Um, Cause I was definitely concussed and, and that was, that was like the second or third time I remember not remembering how I got home. Right. So I was just like, yeah, I'm done. Um, but ever since I quit, I've definitely, you know, even the day that I announced I quit on Facebook, like that I retired, like even the next day, even probably that same day, I was like, ah, I shouldn't, I should come back. And like, I've been thinking about it the whole time, right? Not every day, but like, you know, it pops in your head and you're like, dang. So it's weird. Like my beard was never this big, but then I just started growing it. Like I was like, screw it. I don't, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is it's it's been longer than this. Um, well, that's got to be like a year plus worth of growth, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. You, you grow fast, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you feeding that thing? <laughs> nothing. I don't do anything. I just don't touch it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, it goes with the bum gimmick really it does. well. That's because what I was gonna, bums yeah. don't have a lot yeah. of access to razors. Yeah, right. so. uh, yeah. That's and I, I figured it, it looks better for that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Chicks seem to dig it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. That, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Even even weird dudes are like, hey, can I touch your beard? So you get you get that <laughs> you sometimes. Get that. And like, I don't know. You know, I guess you, I guess 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yep. <laughs> well, look at Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan's letting people touch his, his dingle dangle for like yeah. 30 bucks now. So it's uh, like, yeah. you know, whatever. But that's part of his gimmick. Yeah. So, you know, yep. you get it. But, uh, you know, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Cause I'll go, I'll go to like conventions and stuff. And, you know, there, there's not that there's um, just chicks because there's not, but yeah. there's some of them. But then there's like a, 
a handful of guys that are also wanting to touch my beard and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. 20 bucks, Weirdo. 20 bucks, Weirdo. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Oh my gosh. Uh, so we said, or I don't know if you said it on air, but, uh, we said it off air. I think yeah. Deuce and I, um, we really like, we've been watching wrestling forever, but like, I think there was a paradigm shift in wrestling during like the mid nineties. Cause it started the WC- Monday Night Wars. Well, yeah. like, w- I love WCW. I'm a huge, yeah, we're WCW. huge WCW. Marks. Yeah. yeah so- I, I liked it a lot too. I don't, I mean, some of the storylines were crap, yeah. whack, but yeah. to me it, it, um, it innovated wrestling a lot as far as what we see today. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the cruiserweights who would have thought in a million years that, um, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, any of those guys would have been heavyweight champ. It's, it's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for WCW, I don't know if, how wrestling would be now because right. that's the only reason we've seen any of that on Monday night. Well, you look at Daniel Bryan, for example, he, he, is, would, he he's wouldn't be five, eight, 200 pounds mm-hmm. soaking wet. I mean, the yeah. guy is not what you would consider Vince's guys, you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. None of these guys would be right. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And I mean, it's, it's awesome that they, that it changed wrestling that much, even though the company was probably ran poorly as far as money goes, but, mm-hmm. and it yeah. probably could have easily stayed open. And, and I really hated when, um, when WWE bought them, that they didn't run it as a separate company. Sure. Yeah. Should have, in my opinion, they should have just kept running it down south where WCW yeah. worked, mm-hmm. and just maybe send one or two names, like yeah. maybe Triple H or maybe Austin, someone maybe not to there. Tell people that you bought it. Just like buy it, run it secretly. Just run it separate. Yeah. I would just run it separate. And, and then the same thing with yep. ECW, man. Just run mm-hmm. that as in smaller venues. They could have kept all three going. They could have, yeah. And just keep running in the spots they're popular. Yeah. Because WCW could have made it, I think, because they were more Southern and yeah. just, you know, stay, you know, a little bit north of Atlanta and then down. And I think it would have made it. But, you know, yeah. smart people will get paid more, way more money than I did. And they're, they're yeah. way smarter than me. But that's what I would have done. Well, that's but. even Chris Jericho said before, allegedly, yeah. just so the lawyers get paid this week. Um, <laughs> that, like, if he knew how much that, ECW and like WCW sold for he would have tried to buy it because yeah. he was like they just you know, paid for the tape library or whatever pretty much right. that and yep. then I think they had to take over the contracts that were already good right? right so they got all that talent but like it wasn't as much money I think as we would think it would be right and that's for me you had the Monday Night Wars WCW ECW closed there was still another year or two where WWE was good, and then it just went downhill quick. Because mm-hmm. I remember, like mid to late two thousands, it was trash, and then it finally started doing an uptick. But now it's like a roller coaster, and it's it on is. the downhill slide. But now they're starting to make a resurgence, just because of the fact that they've got AEW biting at their heels, yeah, I and think, they know they got to do something. I think wrestling in general is on an upswing. I mean, yeah. independent yeah. shows. I mean, look at um, these last two thunder shows there there was pretty big crowds and that's huge crowds for independent shows it was huge and um and a new promotion you got to add that on top yeah like i watched the first show i was there and um it was like it was awesome i thought the uh the chicks match was probably the best best one is is one of the best things and and, um rocky radley like she was really good that that match was really good um the tag match obviously uh Cahagas is awesome, and um, 
you know, Eddie Torres is great. Yeah. So anything he does is good. But that, you know, that Bushwhacker Luke was there. Yeah. Shannon Moore. The main event was good too. Um, yeah. Shannon Moore and Sean Maluda. Shannon Moore killed it. Like, yeah. and I used to go to all the TNA tapings because I had an annual pass to Universal and I bought it right before Hogan came in because I was like, I want to be there for that. And then that really turned me on to the Young Bucks turn me on to Shannon Moore, turn me on to a lot of, like, don't get me wrong. I was there to see the Ric Flair and Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. But then there was all these other guys. I'm like, man, these guys are putting on some entertaining matches and seeing Shannon Moore before when he was in WWE and kind of like Matt Hardy's lackey, you're like, "Eh, whatever. But then I saw him in Inc. Inc., which was a great tag team he was in. And I was like, damn, this kid's got moves and skills. And like, you give him the time and you give him the mic and he can kill it. So, Uh, knock on wood, hopefully maybe we'll see a return appearance from him at some point down the road in Thunder Championship Wrestling because I'd love to see him wrestle Yeah, again. it'd be cool if he came back. Um, but, you know, even then this last show, the people they bring in, it's, it's, it's pretty cool because it's like they got someone for the old school guys yeah. and they got newer. So um, I, just, I like what they're doing a lot. Yeah. Well, I think wrestling in general is kind of, you know, we we had talked to Al Snow, I don't know, last year, and yeah. we were asking him a question. We are like, what do you think about this? It feels like a resurgence of wrestling is coming back into the limelight again because yeah. it was like for a while, you know, back in the NWA day, NWO days, you yeah. were like, man, that was popular. The cool like kids you went were everywhere. Right. And you would see like NWO shirts and right. Generation X shirts. Exactly. And now you're seeing that with like. Young Buck shirts and Bullet Club shirts and things like right. that. Yeah, you can't it's, go it's to a wrestling similar. show. Yeah. So even though God, Al Snow Al said, he yeah. said, he said, he goes, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let him do it because he's going to say it way nicer than I'm going to yeah. say it. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, his, his thing was, oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the wrestling now is. Um, you, the competition is really isn't the mainstream stuff yeah. really isn't there anymore it's just WWE and yeah. now this is before AEW was yeah. announced yeah. so obviously he might say something different right. yeah. for me personally I I go to 90% of my wrestling shows or indie shows like, yeah. he uh, goes it, to indie shows oh, like crazy FIP yeah. uh, Shine Shimmer all those I, I try to go and visit all those I love indie shows because indie shows have that intimate feel like yeah. you you can be like close to the ring you know and actually yeah. be like because yeah. imagine if you went to a WWE event and you got those same seats you'd be oh man hundreds, it'd be a hundred bucks of exactly well, yeah. that is um, like you're saying you're closer to the ring to the WWE shows you're even if you're front row you're still got that barrier yeah. you, well not just the barrier but the amount of feet you're from the ring sure yeah. what is it, is it 12, 12 yeah. feet away like right. I don't know you're not really like all these indie shows you're you're closer on the guardrail right and closer to the guard, like I don't know, what is it, three or four feet, and then yeah. WWE is probably twelve or fifteen feet right. yeah. away from the ring. Yeah. So that, yeah. and because it's a more intimate environment, yep. like when we're yelling at you guys and cheering for you or heckling you on occasion, depending, <laughs> uh, you can hear us yep. and you can actually like respond and retort. That would never happen at a WWE show. Nope. So, yeah, and it, it's weird though. Some, sometimes you don't hear anything when you're in the in the ring. Like, um, I mean, you kind of hear noise, you hear right. it, but you don't. You're like so focused on what's going on. Sure. And, and it's looking. just like background noise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can tell when people are into it for yeah. sure. Right. But you, like, for one, I'm blind. So I can't, like, when I take off my glasses, I don't, I can't see what anyone's really, what their, what their facial expressions look like. So right. I'm counting on, on hearing. But then, like, right. at the same time, I don't really hear a whole lot because I'm thinking about what the heck's going on. I don't want to, like, are listening for the next call or like I don't want to get injured next. or yeah. injure somebody right. so you're, you're pretty focused um, 
no matter what's going on in the ring. So I, I don't know. It might be different for other guys, but you kind of get a feeling that people are into it. But I don't really, I don't really listen to yeah specific, specific people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing for me when I go to indie shows is like there's there's something about the the chemistry that you have with your. Uh, your uh, attendant, the audience yeah. with you, you could feel it. Like there's, like you, you go to a lot of show, even you know WWE, you can you can kind of have that, but it just feels so. The, the whole atmosphere feels a little different yeah. when you go to an indie show. You're there. I always say this. I'm there with my people. Like yeah. if people are going yeah. to indie shows, love wrestling. Period. Yeah. See, with WWE, it's kind of maybe a mixed bag. Someone says, "Oh, well, we're gonna go." Gonna Goes, bring, bring, gonna bring the kids. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Right. But they haven't watched him forever. Yeah. Like if right. you're going to an indie show, you're there because you like the product. So it's like you feel like you're there with people that are already drinking the Kool Aid. Right. So exactly. It, it makes it like you don't just trip easier. and fall. I mean, unless you just the most random person, but you don't yeah. normally trip and fall into an indie show. You usually no. know what you're looking for. Looking typically. for and what you're. Getting uh, into. And it's cool to grow the audience too. And that's the whole thing about indie shows. Word of mouth is huge. You go down. I, I've seen tons of shows at the Orpheum mm. over in Tampa, and I'm like, yeah. Anytime there's a show over there, I just go right over there, like bring my friends, and then yeah. they get exposed to it, and they're just like, "Oh my god, this is!" Because I think indie shows do a great job of showcasing multiple talents, yes. different types of talents. Yeah. Either if you're a high flyer, if you're a brawler, if you're a striker, if you're, you know, uh, female. I mean, dude, female wrestling is it's blowing just up, blowing like, up, man. Yeah. It's, it's a whole really, new level right now. Exactly. So I just think it does a great way of showing off, and uh, and you get the experiment. I've been to indie shows that had death matches, like yeah. just bam. <laughs> Blood everywhere, tables. I mean, just yeah. I mean, just insane insanity. You wouldn't normally get because yeah. WWE would hold that back. They wouldn't yeah. let you kind of experiment and level of crazy. Exactly. So I, I, I just I get so much enjoyment out of going to an indie show, and I need to come to Thunder yeah. Championship Wrestling. Well, so I, we've Polk got, County loves wrestling. Polk County loves wrestling, and <laughs> yep. we've got a crew that is coming out for the next show oh, yeah. that we're nice. really excited yeah. about. And again, guys, that's Saturday, September seventh, at the Armadale High School. You can get your tickets at the high school because they are selling the tickets and some of the proceeds going to the school $15 for the Florida ringside $10 for the general admission and $20 for the meet and greet with Gangrel and Bubsy McGraw but what I really like about Thunder is it's like a three ring circus like you got some luchador stuff you've got some female wrestling you Mm -hmm. got some tag team wrestling I believe you were actually the first a hardcore match that they had had, yeah, was you guys' match, which mm-hmm. was phenomenal. You and Chico's yeah, match, we was beat the great. crap out of each other. Yeah, um, yeah. pretty much. I broke my ribs in that match. Oh, really? Wow. Like, um, I don't know where. I would have uh, said at those ladder sh- spots because you did two bumps on that ladder. Yeah, I got a German suplex on a ladder in the corner, and then it, <clears throat> I got power slammed on the same ladder, and yeah. like. And that's it, when did it shattered. It yeah. Yeah. And but I don't know if it was that or if it was um the table spot. It could have been the table. Um it could have been also I got dropped on the guardrail. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, I forgot about that. It could have been heck. It could have just been anything anything because I yeah. hadn't been in the that was the second time I've been in the ring in almost seven years. Um so could have been just <laughs> ring rust, yeah. yeah. You, you know, your body gets more used to it the more you do it. Right. <laughs> Definitely every single thing hurts and um so for like two days, I felt like I was hit by a car, which is expected. So I didn't feel any different than yeah. I normally would after a match. Like right. you're pretty, at least me, I think most guys will say they're pretty dead for a couple of days. Yeah. Especially usually the st- stupid stuff that I am known to do. Well, you've been through many of tables in your time. Yeah. We yeah. saw that highlight reel <laughs> yeah. and it was damn near like watching a car wreck. Like, like, yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I've... 
I don't, I don't have a number on the amount of tables, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty positive it's over a hundred. It's oh, probably yeah. more than. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was like at least a good seventy five of them yeah. on the highlight reel you sent me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, so the stuff I do, I'm like, I know I'm going to be dead for a few days. So what happened after this match, I was dead for the few days, like I thought. But then, like, the third day, the rest of my body started feeling good. And then all of a sudden, I noticed my ribs still felt like, all right, these hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, I think because all the other pain went away at that point, then it was like, oh, by the way, your ribs are screwed up. So I was like, okay. So, like, laying down, I couldn't lay on that side until like about a week or a week and a half ago so and there's nothing you can do for broken ribs so i'm not i wasn't gonna go to a doctor and get an x-ray for them to say hey your ribs are broke and i was breathing fine so i knew nothing was broken like stabbing me in the lung or anything so you just you just sleep on your other side for a month and a half or whatever it was and you know i think i'll be fine i'll show up september 7th and Whoever the heck wants to, to fight a crazy homeless person, you know, yeah. I'll be ready to do that. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, your match. Now, you were the last match of the night, or was there one more now, after you? Um, after my match, there was um, Sean Maluda and oh, yeah. right. Mike Reed. That was the final and then, match. And night. then Chico ran out there. Um, so that, you know, I had to go take care of them again, and then we gave. Uh, Hector helped and Sean Maluda helped and we made sure that uh, Pity City happened to them yeah, with uh, knobs. Straight to Pity, Pity <laughs> right. City with the knobs, which I love. Uh, and that's why I like what I really have been enjoying about the promotion is every show, like you said, they bring back some of the legends, but there's something for everybody. Like this time, you know, you've got Bugsy McGraw. Bugsy McGraw is like, like a legend. He's a yeah. legend, like Florida legend. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's a wrestling legend in general, but yep. a lot of people in Florida remember him. And um, From Florida Championship Wrestling, Gordon Soley. Yeah, so like anybody that's, you know, old, older than, I'm old, but yeah. older than me, they're, you know, they're going to want to come see him. And then anyone my age and, and younger, they remember Gangrel. Yeah. Like yeah. The Brood. Yeah. Yep, the brood, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like it, it looks like they're trying to get something for everyone. And like you were saying, the, yeah. the different matches, the different type of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You, to me, a perfect show, like no match is the same or even close yeah. to being similar. So they're, they're kind of doing that with who they're using. Um, and, and it's pretty cool, too, what they're doing um, You know, with the pro, por, portions of the proceeds going to the high school. Yeah. Um, and that's on all ticket sales, too, Yeah. Um, from what I understand, not just ones I at the school. So. I, I believe the ones at Auburndale, I just think they might be getting a bigger percentage. It might be the case. But I know you're right. All ticket sales, some of the proceeds going yep. to the high school. I think if you buy them just straight from the high school, I think they're getting – a little bit more could be wrong on that. If I am, I apologize. But, but either uh, way, the school's either getting, way the school, yeah, yeah. and it's benefiting nice. the school, which Absolutely. is great. Yeah, I think it's uh, like I think it's directly to their athletic department too, yeah. which is which is good. Um, so like the the promotions giving back to the community, they're doing other stuff. There's some scholarship program they're actually they're setting on. up. Um, I guess for the beginning of next year or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have all those details or anything, but. You know, maybe one, maybe we can get um, the promoter on here one time and 
he'll go maybe. over everything. I'm, I'm hoping. I he know seen, that was seems, the one rule I had. We couldn't we couldn't name him and we yeah, couldn't name the we booker. We can't those name these people, too. but yeah, yeah. But I, he seems I would a little love shy. to get him on. Uh, <laughs> and I've been I've been begging. And I'm hoping that's going to happen because uh, there's there's one there's one way to get him on. There's this there's a guy with butterfly ring wings. He's really into if you. If you get him here, he'll show up. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And we'll have to work on that. But yeah, no, because we definitely want to get him on. And the <laughs> other uh, guy I've been wanting to get on is uh, David Penser. You guys is Penser. Yeah, yeah. Penser. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, man. Yeah. He's he's. he's I mean, in WCW, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he was there for all the. I mean. The whole, pretty much most of the run. I mean, of WCW. I mean, yeah. He yeah. was. He's like the most professional guy. He. Um, I mean, he did their the first two shows. He's going to be there um, on this the seventh, well. September seventh, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, his for some reason his uh, belt had broke in the first show, and since I was just randomly there, I let him borrow my belt, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, um, I mean, he, he's probably got a bunch of stories too. I mean, that dude's just—he's been. I mean. He was he was the ring essentially the ring announcer for during the Monday Night Wars. I mean, yeah. he, he yeah. and he interacted and bumped into all I mean, bumped shoulders with everybody that was running through Jericho and all of them, the cruiserweights. I mean, and yeah. his working relationship with Tony Schiavone and all, Mike Tenay and and uh, Heenan and all that stuff. So like, it it's cool to kind of talk to people, not just the people in the ring like yeah. performers, uh, but we we want to talk to people that like you know build the sets, build the you know get the rings in there because yeah. it's a whole picture. We're just a couple marks. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're, we'll be the first ones to admit it. Like we're I just said a couple earlier, marks. We're yeah. we are pro wrestling geeks. I mean, it's nerds. I mean, that's yeah. that's what we are. We like to see the whole makeup. Like how 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 and, is it put together? Yeah, you know? and that's been the fun thing so far that I've really enjoyed about working with Thunder Championship Wrestling is helping you guys promote, having you guys mm-hmm. on the show, uh, promoting you guys on the show and on Facebook and stuff. Right. Like, yeah. kind of getting to see a little bit more behind the scenes than I've ever seen before. To me, is just amazing uh I, i've been recommending to everybody to listen two amazing shows that have been on vice land one is dark side of the ring the other is the wrestlers and both of those have been like really eye-opening documentary style series about wrestling that have really opened my eyes to the wrestling business i haven't i've seen like a commercial for one of them i don't know maybe both of them yeah because i haven't seen them so i can't really comment what's yeah. there but yeah yeah it's um, I, I doubt it captures everything because yeah, you know, there's there's so much to wrestling mm-hmm. oh, behind yeah. the scenes. But um, you know, I remember back in the day, what was it? Um, Beyond the Mat, maybe. Oh yep. yeah, With, um, that was phenomenal. Yeah, so that like, came out. that was that was you know kind of close to what you see, but you know, yeah. things change too. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if how true to everything it is, Viceland or whatever it was, but yeah, it's probably network, yeah. yeah, it probably gives you a good good insight. I like it just because they talk with the promoters, they talk with the bookers, they like show them in the locker rooms and they're like showing how they set up shows and how they do shows. Mm-hmm. And not just in America, they went to Japan, they went to Guatemala, they went to Mexico, they went like all over. Right. Uh, I highly recommend Viceland has an app. If you've got like a Roku or Apple TV or Fire Stick or anything like that, I highly recommend Got one in my business. shopping cart. Oh, oh there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's so, awesome. uh, you know, it's interesting because we talk about how wrestling was and how it is now. Yeah. For me personally, I think it one of the biggest shifts is social media. Because yeah. that's crazy. Like when I when I um, retired, whatever that was, almost seven years ago, 
and honestly, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be the guy that comes back because yeah. everyone comes back. Yeah. And I was just telling people that like, I'm, I'm done. But yeah. even though I was thinking about it the whole time. Um, but anyway, it was, so when I retired, I was, it was, I had Facebook, but it wasn't like, wasn't huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is so now. like when I came back, I actually deleted all my social media accounts. Like, Oh wow. I don't know. For two years, I didn't have anything wow. at all. And then when I came back, you know, I just had my regular one. And then like right soon before I was like thinking about, all right, it's time to just come back and give it one more run. Like then I created my, my, uh, Ray B's page and, um, went from there. So, but yeah, so I don't have that many followers. So you guys, right. you know, everyone should start following they me. Should, yep. Yeah. At, we'll, at will wrestle for food uh, on Twitter on, uh, on, on Facebook is at will, will wrestle for food. Instagram at will wrestle for food and Twitter. I have it, but I haven't really done anything yet. I right. think it's just rabies at rabies boots. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's coming. Yeah. But yeah, yeah at, at will wrestle for food has my highlight video. You're talking about, yeah. um, I got some new pictures on there. Just, um, Someone was uh, modern myth photography. This guy, the guy's awesome. He um, hooked me up with some pictures, um, so I got some new promo pictures on there and stuff. Um, but yeah, like it, I didn't have it for a while, so like I just created it. There's hardly anyone on there, but it's social media is huge for wrestling, mm-hmm. and anyone yeah. can, you know, you can have a match and then it's online. You can live stream matches. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy what yeah. how much it can help to promote shows. Right. Like Thunder promotes a lot on social media and it helps a ton, but you still have to, I think a lot of promotions though, try to rely just on social media. And I don't think that works enough. You got to get out out on the, on the boots to the ground and flyers up. Yeah. Word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And then also things like this podcast, like everything, everything, everything. like prime example podcasts weren't even really a big deal. Yeah. When I retired. Yeah. I think only Adam Carolla was really, the like only one Kevin, one. Kevin Smith so, yeah, and his million yeah. pod, like honestly yeah, I listen to all, all yeah. his stuff yeah. and yeah. tell him Steve Dave like I, yeah. I actually oh, yeah. was listening to that on the way here yeah yeah <laughs> um, like that's that's really the main ones I follow but like you know it's huge now podcasting is huge yep. so I mean you guys are I don't know how long you've been around. Five uh, years. How many episodes? Uh, 376. This yeah, will be 376. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've yeah. been doing this a long time. But, you know, it's kind of – I'll use the Young Bucks as a great example. Young Bucks are a great tag team. Won't put anything against them in that route. But what made the Young Bucks – Young Bucks YouTube. Be, yeah, YouTube and yep. being the elite. Yep. They, I – will go as far as to say there would not be an AEW if there wasn't being the elite. Right. Like that put them show, in such a different status. Them, right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I watch that show every well, week on YouTube. People that yeah. don't watch wrestling, they watch being the elite. Like right. They, it's crazy. They just love the content. They think it's hilarious. What really sucks yeah. is I had a um YouTube channel and for I think when Google bought it, yeah. like some some crap happened. I, I forgot my password and now yeah. I can't get it back because oh, wow. I didn't do it in time or something. Oh, it's yeah. something when weird. The shift. Yeah. So like, there's YouTube.com slash bums are us <laughs> with a Z, not an S, <laughs> and like it has like a crap ton of highlights from it matches a long stuff. time ago. Yeah, but like I can't add to it because yeah. I I can't get it reset, which is horrible. But yeah, you know, it wasn't as big of a deal even back then. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, every every little thing helps. Like I don't know if all these younger wrestlers, they need to they need to have a ton of merch for yep. one and then they need to just be very active in social media and yep. that's really the key. Like I'm not I'm not 
knocking on people's doors to try to get booked anywhere. I've never done that. And maybe that's, that's probably uh, to my detriment, but I just never wanted to beg for, Hey, looking for help. Like I would wait for people to ask me. And if I could go back in time when I, you know, first started wrestling, I think I would have asked more, but these younger guys now and, and women, they need to just be on social media messaging these promotions, sending them their photos, sending them their videos. Cause it's all available. And that just, it's like, Hey, here's this and this and this and people, the promoters and the bookers, yeah. they can look at that stuff in like two seconds yep. yeah. and know if they like them or not. And Hey, you know, you just, you can get booked anywhere. If you really, really try, I'm, right. I'm taking my time like this comeback. Like obviously with the broken ribs, I was like, yep, I'm not doing anything for a little bit. Yeah. And, um, but like, I don't want to, uh, just say yes to anybody. I, I want to be more choosy than I was in the past. Basically, the the last two or three years of my um, first run, like it, at that point, I was working for nothing but like the best in Florida. Like it was FIP. Oh yeah. Um, Pro Wrestling Riot was really big. That oh, was like oh, a yeah. sister promotion for yeah. FIP. Like yep. it was just under because the the FIP title was defended on those shows. Um, and then, like, uh, Believe was a huge thing. Back then, they were doing, like, huge rec center shows. The I Believe um, in Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I guess they just do at the school now. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't pay attention enough. I probably should pay attention more. Was but. FIP under the WWN banner at that point? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, it was ran by um, Sal. That's who right. works with, um, he, he does um, Evolve. Yep. Right. And oh, he, yeah. And he was with... I guess Dragon Gate USA and yeah. yeah, Sal's awesome and he's one of the hardest working guys in wrestling and it's pretty cool as hell that they were just on dip. Uh, you know, I know for the, the WWE, WWE Network tenth year yeah. or whatever yeah. anniversary. Yeah, Sean Maluda was on that. He was. And he was crazy. You know, he'll be at Thunder. Yeah. So. yeah. so I mean, it's great. You can see people at Thunder that you've actually seen on WWE Network. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Chico Chico Adams was on Raw and SmackDown like two weeks before um my match with him oh wow yeah um and then he's been on nxt so a lot of these guys um that they use have been on tv and i think like um rocky radley and Mm -hmm. uh the other um chick what's her name janai that they just signed she both of them i think just had tryout matches with wwe down in south florida so you know the the people we're get they're getting names and they're also getting um people that are up and coming and people that are probably going to be on TV you know you'll see them before they're on TV which yeah. is pretty cool well and i like that like mm-hmm. and you know WWE we we just said this cuz we were talking about it the other night because ROH is not doing as well because WWE's bought a lot of talent AEW's bought a lot of talent right. like they've raided the indies so there's right. not as many indie guys there used to be because a lot of people are on contracts with right and all the now. UK the amazing UK wrestlers now yeah. NXT has my the NXT right. UK brand now so it's like they're you know progress uh, wrestling over in the UK has gotten a lot of their talent pulled over to NXT UK right. so it's like they're trying to just pe- take all the best wrestlers ever you know all around and and the territories you know you don't call them territories yeah. anymore but uh, but yeah right. just taking them all around and stuff I think Florida is an interesting dynamic because Florida has obviously the mouse and Universal yeah. Studios and all that so you have the influx of tourism anyways so yeah. I think because it's a entertainment state uh, I think wrestling you know has always been uh, predominantly you know 
especially with the Ted Turner stuff back in the day, but it's never left Florida. Right. It's always been in Florida. And there's even like, it, you can go on, like go online and look up indie wrestling shows. There's wrestling shows every there's week. Tons it's, of them. It's awesome. Around, so, so that's great. And it's so just, nice with Thunder Championship Wrestling having mm-hmm. a home promotion again. Right. Having yeah. one that's here in Polk County. Yep. There's not, there's not been anything in Polk County, it seems like, for a while. Like, no, you know, I wrestled oh, yeah. for, what was it, 13 or 14 years, and I'm from Polk County. Um, not originally, but I've lived here since I was eight years old. So, like, I think that whole time span I wrestled in Polk County maybe t- 10 times. It's probably less than 10 times. Yeah. And that's in 14 years. It's yeah. probably closer to five times. Like, it's yeah. not that many. Mm-hmm. So, there's just, it just proves there, there hasn't been stuff for a long time in yeah. Polk County. So... And yeah. even NXT only show up maybe every six months a year. Like right. They'll show up. Well, Lakeland, they show up to quite a bit. Right. Winter Haven, they'll show Winter up to Haven. once maybe yeah, the six armory. months at Yeah, the we've armory. been to the Army a and few they, times. they get a huge turnout. They so do. it's not yeah. like there's not wrestling fans in Polk County. And I think that Thunder is doing a great job of tapping into that and giving us our own promotion and something that we could call ours. Right. Because that's the big thing for me. Like... This is my promotion. Like this is a promotion I'm behind and that I love because it's my hometown promotion. Yeah, you know, and I, I think for our listeners, with the, especially with us being the number one podcast in Polk County, I, I really can't stress it enough. Like number one, support injury wrestling. But oh, number yeah. two, support your hometown promotion. Like yep. this is your this is your home team. You yep, know, like exactly. sports fans. That's so you got to support the home team. Yeah, yeah, and the way I'm looking at it too, this is gonna this is like my home promotion at this point because yeah. it's close to me right. and um, the product's good. Like if it was a a crap show, I yeah. wouldn't right. would not be on it. Like yeah. I don't. Not that I don't have time for crap shows anymore, but you know, I. My I'm old now. I'm yeah. almost, I'm 38. Like, crap hurts more. Yeah. I, you know, I just broke my ribs. Like, right. I don't want to break my ribs um, in front of 10 people. Like right. these the, right. these shows have a good crowd, and not not only is it a big crowd, they're all they're into everything. Yeah, right. they're like um, they're into like this is more old school with like yeah. a a little bit of a twist. But like you know, they want to boo the bad guy. They want right. to cheer the good guy. Yep. So it's old school in that way. It's 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 way more fun yeah well right on well we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of the happy hour johnny and deuce this episode of the happy hour with johnny and deuce is brought to you by doom broskies games and comics your new home in winter haven for games and comics let me tell you dudes this is the place to be for all your games and comic needs board games comics trading card games warhammer 40k pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, and so much more also it's your new home for friday night magic and the dnd adventures league and the transformers trading card game you don't want to miss it check them out they're on cypress gardens boulevard in the same strip mall as hurricane's wings you don't want to miss them. Check them out. It's Doom Broski's Games, Games and, and Comics. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by the One Stop Guild Shop. One Stop Guild Shop is a random Dungeons and Dragons role playing experience. You are given a random character and get to play a random one shot. Operating out of the Ritz in downtown Winter Haven, Florida, every Monday night doors open at 6.30 p.m. Gameplay starts at 7 p.m. We welcome all new players and old players to the game, and we also offer tabletop games. Bring in your own games from home, too. Social media, find them on Facebook and on Instagram. Also, we offer group rates, so feel free to bring in your own 
D&D groups or miniature groups and rent out table space. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Now, we were talking during the break, so you've done some stuff with Larry Zabisco? Yeah, um, it's great. Like, uh, so I, I, I've wrestled him three times, and I told you earlier, my memory's horrible you know been hitting the right head too much you, but right like so i completely forgot about one of the matches and I, it's weird like i was like before i came i was just like i kind of googled googled my stuff and i found this site it's called like cagematch.net it's like some i think it's from germany oh, wow. like these guys like keep track of all these indie wrestlers matches really? and, awesome. and records like it's not every single promotion but i was but just it's like, like a lot wow i was like yeah i was scrolling through this list of stuff i've done and i'm like i don't remember wrestling teddy hart and i don't know if that's a typo so yeah. hit, that may or may not have happened but uh, like most of it seemed pretty accurate and so it had yeah it had this tag match that um me and milo beasley we beat larry and um i think it was a student of his um, you know, so Bums or Us has a victory over Larry, and then I, I actually defeated Larry in a singles match. Really? It oh, was wow. in two minutes and twenty six seconds. Because <laughs> that that yeah. that site also has the match times, which oh, is that's really, that's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Like, yeah. I, I, and obviously, I remembered that one. That that first yeah. tag, I didn't remember for some reason. But then I did. We did lose to uh, Larry and Glacier oh, from right. WCW. Sure. Yep. Um, Milo at the time had a cast on his ankle. And um, we somehow survived most of the match. But then at the end, I was holding Glacier. And I remember this because of it hurt like hell. <laughs> um, Milo thought it would be a good idea to do, a, to do his cryonic kick that Glacier did uh, mm-hmm. to Glacier. But Glacier got out of my hold. So I got cryonic kicked with oh, a cast, a cast oh. on his foot. <laughs> Ouch. And then I think he took a cryonic kick from Glacier. From Glacier. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, so basically I'm two and one against Larry Zabisco. That's, that's insane. pretty insane. Yep. That's, that's, that's a, that's a pretty good legend, life goal. Larry yeah. Larry Zabisco. Yeah. That's Hall, WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and then I I teamed with uh, Bushwhacker Luke at some show. Oh, I didn't forget that because he licked me when I was a kid. Oh really? <laughs> oh, like yep. um, I went to the, I went to the Lakeland Center as soon as we moved down here when I was um you know was, I think I was eight years old mm-hmm. and um, I remember being licked by him like you know because we were on the aisle right? right and that's what he did yeah that's his thing that's his <laughs> um, yep and I I don't think he licked me during the match but you know it's kind of full cir- circle full there full. it's kind of funny. So yeah, you know, I've done stuff with Hall of Famers. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, me and Prince Iakea beat oh, the crap out I of each other. That, that was um, that was interesting because it was um, when was that? That was probably like in two thousand and eleven ish, and it was on it was on TV here, like in Central Florida. So that oh, was wow. pretty cool. It was for like um, the NFW florida heavyweight championship or whatever and okay. then we had a, a return match there and it was a bull rope match so oh, wow. oh he, okay he, and he got he got the belt back but i don't know yeah I've, I've done some cool stuff man i've wrestled for the the fip heavyweight title twice wow the two times i wrestled for it it was prior to me even wrestling for fip it was oh, for wow. pro wrestling riot right which was like the sister promotion mm-hmm and uh it was, one match was with Roderick Strong and Eric Stevens. Oh wow. Yep. And um I definitely got knocked out 
in that match and i woke up like an hour the ring was already down when i I woke up and that was that was the most knocked out i've ever been oh really (laughs) that was pretty crazy um but you know that happens and uh, it was awesome watching the match back is pretty good and then um i think the following month in that same building i I wrestled eric stevens in an anything goes match and man i got german suplex on a ladder in a corner like you know like what recently happened. I don't know why that keeps happening to me. Yeah. You're a big fan of the suplex in the corner. I don't know what I, it uh, is. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried to get, I, my problem is I try to get people and then they reverse that. And yeah. Just, you know. Cause that's what happened with Chico. He reversed it yeah. and then yeah. you went to do something else and that's when Chico power slammed <laughs> on it and it busted. Cause I was expecting a third spot on that thing until it broke. And I'm like, yep, guess they're not doing the yep. third spot now. <laughs> yeah. There might've been something planned. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. also, you uh, did you uh, wrestle or tag with Lince Dorado once? Yeah, uh, Lince, um, it was two different times we teamed up. I think it was for Believe. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, that was, I don't know when that, that was, that was probably 2010 or 11 as well. Oh, wow, so that was, yeah, way, that was before, a while ago. way before uh, yeah. America really got we to just, know him. Because we, yeah. we had him on the show. He's been a former guest on the show and has been on the show before. Great dude. Uh, great Very dude. Awesome. He's really cool. Fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of energy. A lot of yeah, energy. Yeah, tons yeah. of energy. But that was way before 205 Live. So well, yeah. even before, you know, he really got introduced in the Cruiserweight Classic oh, and all that. Oh, that's true. That, that was, was even yeah, before it was, 205. It was before the Cruiserweight Classic, but he was still um, world known at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, world yeah. known for sure. But yeah. putting it on, like, the mainstream, you know, yeah. for the network yeah. and all that it, stuff. It's funny, like, the Cruiserweight Classic, like, um, TJ Perkins was on that. And, yeah. Like, I've been on a bunch of shows with him. He's a cool dude. So that, like... I was retired at that point, but I was like watching and I was like, man, that's awesome for these guys. And I was really happy for both that's of awesome. them. Like, yeah. It was, it was cool to see. Well, I think that that helped a lot with the luchador, but also the cruiserweight when they did mm-hmm. the cruiserweight yeah. classic and the yep. two Oh five live, that, that kind of put a spotlight back on it. Cause me and Johnny from the WCW days were big fans of the cruiserweights yeah, and I luchador loved it. style. So yeah. it's yeah. like, it was nice to see it brought back. Now I feel like they're doing nothing with it, but the good news is yeah. I, but you know what? These guys all have jobs. Yeah, yeah. like that's true. And they, they wouldn't, you know, a steady paycheck. Yeah. I mean, not that they wouldn't. A lot of these, a lot of those guys that they sign made a crap ton of money on the indies. Right. But yeah, you know, it's it's different when it's a steady paycheck. So it's yeah. awesome that they have that. Yeah. And even if it's not as as good as what fans want, the fact that they have those jobs available that's yeah. pretty pretty cool that for them. That's cool. And I was happy as hell when those those two guys in particular were yeah. part of that. I was like, all right, that's awesome for them because well, they're both cool, cool guys, man. And I like that Thunder definitely has some like cruiserweight potential going on there. Like they yeah. definitely got some cruiserweight guys. Like like I said, there's a little bit of something for everybody at Thunder Championship Wrestling. Yeah, and um, I I I can do some cruiserweight stuff. I'm not yeah. a cruiserweight by any means. I'm I don't know 235 pounds. I've actually before I came back, I lost. I've been on a die. I've been on a die. I've lost. 35 pounds oh wow nice and um you know i'm in the gym i'm trying to get to better shape than i was before right um I'm not not quite there but you know that's the there. goal and um yeah i can do some cruiserweight type stuff and um but i yeah, can't looking, i'm looking I, forward to that homeless hurricane rana sure. <laughs> i've done one top rope hurricane in my life oh my and uh the time i did it it was in this small building in dover um, you know, right past Plant City. I don't. Oh, wow. I don't know what the building was. It was really tiny, but it was for some TV taping that never happened. Oh, really? Um, but the air. I remember the air duct was 
when I did the top rope per Quran, it was like right beside my head. So oh, I, wow. I kind of had to like put Adjust. my hand up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And before I did it, but I did it and I was like, all right, well never doing that again. So <laughs> I, mean, like I, I can, I can jump and fall off of really high stuff. Right. Um, I just can't jump really high. I'm, pretty sure Mick Foley said that at one point and it's yep. the same thing with me. Yeah. Um, and I like, I like doing crazier things and doing, taking risks and stuff, but like a lot of people assume just based on my gimmick and based on what they think of me without knowing, they think, think I just like hit each other in the head with, with objects and stuff like that. Right. And I don't, yeah. I really don't like getting hit in the head, so I don't look for that. Um, so I don't really do that s- stuff, but people just assume that with me. Like, yeah. and like, I know I get busted open sometimes and yeah. whatever, but I, that's not something I'm looking for. I like just taking yeah. really big risks and really big Payoffs. spots yeah. where, you know, someone's getting hurt through some tables, whether right. it's I'm hurting myself because I'm trying to hurt them or we're both getting hurt or right. it's just me. I don't care. Yeah. Just, you know, big car wrecks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think this is a certain style of wrestling. Like yep. I, I, I like hardcore matches. I think they had their time and their place. I'm a big fan. Like one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid was Mick Foley. Like I had a Mick Foley standee in my bedroom in high school because I, I worked at a, a, a at a grocery store at the time, and it was when he was doing the. It's so beefy yeah. with the ravioli. Yeah, so right. I had like the ravioli yep. mankind awesome. stand up yeah. in my room because I just I love McFoley because I like that style of wrestling. Now I also understand it's not everybody's cup of tea, and because Thunder Championship wrestling is family friendly, like I think y- the match you guys had is probably as hardcore as they're gonna go. Yeah, there was probably stuff that I left on the table, but yeah. Literally, yeah, uh, but, literally left on the but, table. Uh, yeah. yeah, that table, man, that thing, that that, that really might have been where it broke my ribs. I don't yeah. know, yeah. but uh, you know, it happens. And um, I could have done more, but also yeah. like that was to me. I was like testing myself too. I was yeah. like, can I even do this crap? You know, and my style too. Like I don't, I don't want to just do. I don't just do hardcore stuff. And like my version of hardcore. I think a lot of people's versions of hardcore is different. Yes. Sure. And what yep. they like yes. is different. Like I really just like tables and ladders and yes. crazy things like that. Like I don't really, I really don't, like I was kind of saying earlier, I don't, when people are like hitting each other with trash can lids and yeah. cookie sheets, like that's not me. I don't, yeah. never, yeah. I never gave a crap about that yeah. ever. Or stapling somebody's right. head. <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> I've done, I mean, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I, and I've gotten stapled, but like, yeah. that's not what like I'm thinking about. Man, right. that'd be cool if I did this because I don't. <laughs> right. And I know there's a lot of guys, a lot of wrestlers too that think a lot of the stuff I do is probably stupid, but yeah. whatever, that's what, it's what I but like. It's, it's your thing and it's what yep. you yeah. like and yeah. it's and what I like. I like being innovative yeah. with with stuff um and it kind of depends on the players you have and what you're allowed to do right but um yeah like it's just to me it's fun trying to think of stuff that no one's seen before yeah and um just going all out well look at the hardy boys the hardy boys made a career out of being innovative like they were ladder matches before the hardy boys but i think the hardy boys defined the ladder match and created tlc and did all these amazing things and and those are the matches i enjoy because uh, to bring it back to that show the wrestlers on viceland they did a whole episode about death matches and they showed them here in america and they showed them in japan where they literally have a whole promotion that's all they do is is, death matches and i'm like 
this is not really enjoyable. <laughs> like, yeah, it gets like, it gets too gets crazy. Too crazy. With and the barbed I'm like, wire. Yeah, yeah. and, and oh, they're right. been in barbed wire. Man. Like this, this scar right here on my wrist oh, wow. is um oh, from, I can see it, from yeah. barbed wire. Yeah, the reason it stopped, luckily. Um, oh yeah, because it's close I to your veins. Duct tape yeah. my wrists. And yeah. This was a barbed wire match I was in, and it it caught me and just, yeah. and um, it stopped right where the duct tape was. Oh, and that's gosh. literally right where my veins are. So right. I was like, okay, that's a yep. close that one. Could have been yep. really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I've done I've done crazy stuff with light tubes. Like I literally yeah. oh, have. Wow, that stuff is. Here's, yeah. a, fun, here's a fun fact: since 1999 or 2000, I have had. About a thumbnail sized piece of light tube glass in my right butt cheek. It is really? still there. Still there. Wow. Yeah, so I, it got broke over my head, and okay. then for some reason, the idiot that was holding the piece that broke. was in his hand uh. that broke, he threw it at me, and it stuck in my butt like a dart. Holy cow! <laughs> it broke oh off God. in my butt, and then it fell right. So like I'm like Jesus. There was blood everywhere. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm looking at my hand like. All right, there's blood all over my hand. Yeah. My my ass is bleeding. bleeding. Right. <laughs> like, did you expect that was going to be said on the, the podcast oh today? My, my ass okay. is bleeding. Well, it's it, hey, no, dude, go ahead. We are not a PG podcast. We say that from the start. Yeah. We, so yeah. like, um, we're f bomb crazy around here. Yep. So. Yeah. So it was it was my it's my right butt cheek, and yeah. so like I'm like shit. This is you know, obviously does it that sucks. Trouble like so does here's it ever, what happens. Like, hurt, um, or like, can you go through metal detectors or oh, like? True. Yeah, I don't know what it looks like in an X-ray. Yeah. Um, but here, here's what happened. Like, so it broke off, in, and I didn't know the the glass was in my ass. It right. hurt. Yeah, it was. So it's in my right butt cheek. I keep saying in my ass, like it's not. Yeah, you know, it's in my butt cheek. Yeah, right. So I'm like, all right, this fucking hurt. And then um, I don't know. It's it healed over it because right. I didn't. It hurt, and I didn't know that there was glass in there. I right. had no clue. Because what happened is it broke off, and then like where the scar was, which is like the size of my thumbnail, the glass somehow worked up above the scar. Oh wow! So like when you felt the scar, I was like, oh, it doesn't feel like there's anything. Yeah. But then (laughs) my brother um, ended up getting a trampoline like six months to a year later, and I went over to his house and was jumping on the trampoline, and that (laughs) that literally worked the glass down. So then like I get off the trampoline, I go and get. I think it was when I was getting in my car. I sat down and I was like, "Oh!" And I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's I just still got stabbed by glass." And I was yeah. like, "Geez!" And I could feel it. Oh, so wow. like, for the longest time, you could kind of pinch around the area and like feel the outline of the piece the of glass. And what's weird is like years later, because I, I I should have gone and had it removed. And right. and here's what's funny: like it's like little pieces, like slivers of it, work its way out. All of a sudden, I'll feel it. It's like they're like. <laughs> It's like the size of sand or a little bit right. bigger than maybe it's like little five pieces of sand. It's not that big, yeah. but like you'll feel it and you can kind of like see it with your fingernail. Like, oh, that's that's can't really see it, yeah. but I'm like, oh, that's it. That's a little yeah. piece. And then yeah. like I'll have it. I'll scrape it out with my fingernail, and it's like just sitting there. I'm like, yep, that looks like five pieces of sand, but it's glass. Little glass. Oh it's my gosh. From that and then too. I just flick wow. it into space and I'm like alright well next time another little piece will come yeah. out it hasn't happened in a while yeah. it's definitely it's probably like half of it in there maybe a little bit more <laughs> wow. yeah. so that's been there and it's probably not good for your body because of the the crap that's in those lights. Well, that's what yeah. you say how dangerous like yeah. inhaling that stuff is. Yeah, like, so it's oh, in my uh, bloodstream. Maybe I'll turn into a, a mutant or something. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> you get superpowers. Or yeah, something. so that happened and you know and again I don't that, that stuff I don't really like uh, combat zone wrestling, like where they do all those like light tube tables and yeah. stacks, oh, yeah. like and stacks of like panes of glass, yeah. where they'll stack them and they'll go through. Like, like three I've never seen anything yeah. that I wouldn't do. Like yeah. literally, like 
if I was getting paid money, yeah, like right. if I was under contract with for decent money, there, yeah. you know, okay, I'm, I'll do it. But like, yeah. I don't, I don't seek out that stuff like, right. with the light tubes. But yeah. it's happened. I've, you know, I've broken hundreds of tables, and yeah. that that stuff I like the light tubes. I don't know, maybe twenty five or so of yeah. those in my life. So. But That's one stays with me forever. Yeah. One stays with you forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. You're better call somebody. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I have glass on my butt cheek. Um, that's permanent. The scar from the barbed wire is permanent. Um, oh, yeah, so I was going to tell you guys, I train. I was. I went to the, um, actually, the World Wrestling Network school about three weeks before my match because I was like, man, I need to get in a ring. And... Um, so they, they invited me down. Uh, Francisco Cazzo is the head trainer, um, at least on the night I went. I think um, uh, Matt Sedell's a trainer for certain nights. You know, he was Evan Bourne. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know Frankie from before I wrestled him several times. Um, great guy. He, he invited me over because he's like, yeah, man. And then um, I went there, and I was there from like 7 p.m. till like 11, 11 p.m., not nonstop because there was a bunch of people there, but it was there was a lot of work in the ring and just hitting the ropes, um, giving and taking arm drags, like just simple stuff. And uh, Connor from the Ascension was there, so and he, dude, that's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Big dude, I don't, it, I don't know, I don't know how tall they list him at, but he feels like he's taller than that. Yeah. Like, uh, but anyway. I ended up the next day, I couldn't walk. Uh, my whole left leg from my butt cheek down to my toes was numb. So I was like, shit, maybe I'm not going to be wrestling on June 1st. Because um, it was my sag nerve. And I've never had that problem before um, in all my years of wrestling. And maybe it's because my age caught up with me. And maybe it's not a good sign, but I still had the match. You know, I ended up having to go to the chiropractor, which I had never been to in my life. And I never really believed in him. I never, I didn't. I was just, um, I don't know. I didn't believe or disbelieve, but there's a lot of people that are anti-chiropractors or whatever. But yeah, I, I yeah. was like, well, I need to try something because yeah, yeah. um, this is mess. I could hardly walk, like oh. literally could hardly walk. And uh, so I went to this guy and like five times, five visits maybe. And uh, he got me probably back to, I would say like 98%, like 95%. Wow. I was That's like, awesome. all right. And it was like, you know, two days before the match when the last time I went there and I was like, so the whole time I'm in the, in the ring beating the crap out of Chico, he's beating the crap out of me. I'm like, all right, when I do this is my whole leg going to go numb again? Like, right. And then the table spot at the end, it, you know, it's, it's basically a, a senton, but it, it's kind of a dirty senton cause it's, yeah. I don't go straight cause it's, I don't flip as well as most people. And, um, and he was way out there. Like the table was probably too far for me. I, I stupidly placed it wrong. So well, it, I had to jump really far. Yeah. Like if you look at the, the video of it from the side, like from there's one from the front where I, I flipped towards and you can't really tell, but there's one angle from the side. It's like, it's far as hell that I'm like flipping out to them. But I knew like I was rotating and I was going to land on my back, which meant either my butt, my back or my left leg is going to hit the ground pretty hard. And I was like, well, we'll see if it goes not like, I was like, at least this is hopefully the end. Like, and you know, I was glad it was, but like if, if it didn't happen, like I was expecting like right. my whole leg to right. just instantly, <laughs> and I, I did it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I really wasn't sure. Honestly, in all honesty, when I got up there, 
I wasn't sure what I was going to do because like I was thinking about, all right, by the time it's, it's towards the end of the match, if we get its table out, what, what should I do? And like, in my like running through my head, I'm like, I could just do a frog splash. I've done that a million times, but is that cool enough? <laughs> Cause there's a bunch of people there that wanted to see something cool. I know that. So, um, the last second though, like I didn't know if I was going to be healthy enough to do the flip. Cause I didn't know if one, one suplex in the ring was going to cause it to go numb again. Right. Like I had right. no clue. Cause yeah. I, it, that's never happened to me before. So I really wasn't sure. So by the time I got up on the top rope, the second my, cause I, I climbed the rope slowly because I'm old and uh, not as athletic as I, I used to be, but the you know my first foot gets on the top rope i'm still holding on to the ropes and then my the second my second foot hit the top rope that's when i decided that i'm flipping even though i was like crap he's pretty far away yeah (laughs) so then i just flipped and it didn't like go numb like i thought it might and uh ended up winning so it was pretty awesome well you did good with that because we rewatched the match again and like you moved that table around like three times between you and him and then you again moving it it kind of got moved around a couple times so that's a lot of spatial awareness in your head of like okay where is it how far away is it can can i get that far right and it 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 probably wasn't too far for me in 2012 and i mean i made it this time right but like when I was up there, I was like, "Shit, that's that's pretty far away." <laughs> You're like, "Next time, definitely yeah. put it a little closer." But like, yeah, I don't like um, I don't like going right into like the tables out and then break it. Like, you know, you want to set it up and play with it, and like, you want to kind of like build the anticipation. Well, yeah, it's the yeah. nothing. It's like yeah. you're like, oh wait, that's still there. Oh shit, yeah. you know. And I, yeah. I don't know if Chico had ever been through a table before. Oh really? Um, and I don't think he's. Honestly, I don't know if he's ever done any of that crazy stuff before. Like, I don't really. I, he's he's great. Like, the guy's really good. Great um, heel, great performer. Yeah. We wrestled great in. in the we wrestled in 2012. I I think um, had a pretty good match, but it was a it was a regular match. Yeah. And uh, this time we just beat the crap out of each other, and yeah. I hit him as hard as I could. I, and uh, you know, I don't know if you remember, I quieted the crowd. And yeah, yeah. I don't I don't chop that much. Instead, yeah, I you just did like two or three Ric Flair chops during it. And well, instead, I actually forearm people in the back. Yeah. So the the big sl- chop sound yeah. when I when I quieted the crowd, that was me hitting him as hard as I could with my forearm oh, in the wow. back, like. So I did a couple chops, but the, really the big ones. Yeah. That's you know I hit people really hard, and well, you've got I that kind of it. strong style, as they call it, to where yep. like it's strong really style. you mm-hmm. know it really hurts, and it's you yeah. know there's a lot of impact to the punches. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I you know my my finish and move. I don't know if I'm going to change it based on like we we're talking about earlier with the boot stuff right to the mafia kick i think that might just be a setup move but my my finisher is basically a discus clothesline and i just knock your head off and it's yeah. the, it's the yeah. rabies shot yeah. <laughs> so, nice. but uh yeah so i i wasn't i didn't really have a <laughs> i didn't really have a <laughs> i didn't have a firm finisher like i was doing these like neck breakers with their arms like around their head and but then like i would so a lot of the stuff i would do then all of a sudden i'd see it on tv and i was like well i don't want to keep doing that right but like one of my setup moves kind of was the discus clothesline and, and it was actually roderick strong at um at an acw show he was just watching i think it might it might have been the show me and me and eric stevens debuted there the same night and um might have been that one, but he was there just watching. Roderick wasn't working that show, and he was like, you should just use that as your finisher. And I was like, 
You're probably right because yeah. no one no one did it at the, did it at the time. I think right. um, who does it now? Um, uh, Natalia, she might right. do one. But right. I think um, what's his name? The dude that was in uh, with Bray Wyatt and oh Luke Harper, Luke or, Harper, or Eric Rowan. Uh, Harper, yeah, yeah I think Harper, he he yeah. did one yeah. for a while. I don't know if he still does it. I don't, I, I don't watch it as much as I probably should. But don't worry, um, you're probably watching more than we are. Yeah, <laughs> so like we're all in on AEW, so yeah, like we've yeah. pretty much given up hope. I just I just watch random stuff on the internet, it's yeah, like yeah. YouTube and stuff. Yeah, so like I just started doing that, and it gets a huge reaction because I literally, as hard as I can, I clothesline them. I, I spin and just. Wherever I'm at, by the time I turn around, wherever they're at, I don't. My arm is coming at them, and yeah. it's you know it's on them if they're gonna die or not. So, um, yeah, it's and it gets a good reaction. And the other thing too, I was I was gonna bring this up earlier. I, um, it was kind of weird coming out for Thunder because I didn't have theme music, and it was one of the few times I came from the street. Like I've I've had this Will Russell for food sign for 14 years, and only a couple of promotions had me come from outside. Right. Um, they had me come from outside which is which is cool yeah but it was weird because i didn't have music for this one and like i don't know the to me music's really important i don't know about how you guys feel i like very like you need theme music like i think that's like very very helps build and and, um brand yourself so i don't know if you guys know uh because i like a lot of um not a lot of punk music but i like punk music but like skateboard punk music so like uh uh, Pennywise and Bad Religion, yep. right, um, right? Stuff like that, yep. and like so. My theme song, almost probably ninety nine percent of my career has been um, Brohem Tribute by Pennywise. Yep. Okay, and um, have you guys heard that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I know like um, yep. that, the whole crowd usually starts doing the woes with yep. the song. It's right. awesome, and like what was cool is I didn't have my music playing, but there was definitely people that remember me from before watching and they were they were singing my song like oh, i could cool hear that oh, cool. and then when i when i won against chico they started singing the right. the song that's awesome so it was pretty cool to hear that and uh so those that group of fans like i went up into the crowd after my match and was standing there with them you know and and they're they're still singing my song it yeah. was cool and then you know i left with the crowd even the, that after the main event right um i also got some some soda cans out of the trash can yeah you know got a whole penny's worth probably <laughs> probably <laughs> but, uh yeah i think music's really important i don't know it's 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 weird too like some sometimes guys will come out to some like you're just like this is so slow no one's gonna right. give a crap like right. i don't yeah. know but you know I say music's this big deal, but the crowd was going nuts, even though I had no music. Yeah. So right. Yeah. It also, you know, it helps being set up by Brian Nobbs and Hector yeah. Guerrero, I yeah. guess, too. I mean, we all, I mean, to throw it back to old school, I mean, we all know the gong is Undertaker. Yeah. We know the right. glass breaking. Right. Yeah, like, so it, there's so many iconic things with theme music yeah. that hit you, you know, like, you know, uh, that, and then it's like the, the DX stuff. He yep. starts talking yep. and you're like, oh, this is happening. And then yeah. like even the NWO's music oh, is yeah. just like, so iconic. Like yep. you start hearing those first couple riffs and you're yeah. like, oh, it's going yeah. down. Right. Right. So like, yeah, theme music wow. to me, it's a big deal, man. And like, so like what's funny is like, um, I guess Becky Lynch and then like Sami Zayn's like, it's not the same as the, my music that I right. have, the Pennywise Brohem tribute song, but it's got that, whoa, like the crowd can right. do it and sing mm-hmm. it. So I think that helps them yeah. a lot. So when yeah. I see them, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool that yeah, yeah. They're, they're, their songs are similar enough. And uh, I don't know, it's cool. It's, it is like the glass breaking. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
the, the fans like they 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 remember like I know it's my first match in however long, but yeah, like once once they get accustomed to hey, this is my music, because hopefully next time I'll have it. Like yeah. they'll be the second they hear it, they'll be like, oh, here he comes. Like yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean music is. Uh, I mean I've, music is. What's the point of music in general to help inflict some sort of emotion in you, right? So if that adds to your character, adds to the, the awareness, uh, your branding, all that. Yeah, stuff, look at. Like, um, uh, Nakamura. Yeah. Same thing. People are humming yeah. that theme song. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that and uh, Fandango. Fandango yeah. wouldn't have a career <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't true. for that stupid <laughs> flipping <laughs> theme song. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so like it, it can really help. So can, like yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's important, and I, I wish I had it for that show, but um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'll have it next time. Right. There you go. Yeah. Just because like I, I, I really want because I, it gets me pumped up too. Oh like, yeah. Like yeah. it. I don't know. It, like every like even when I wasn't wrestling for that whole time frame, like that song would come on because right. you know I have that song. So right, and then like I would get into like I felt like I was uh, getting ready to clothesline someone's head off. <laughs> yeah. By the time the song was over, because that's usually what I would do. Yeah. But yeah. like so like even being out of the game that long, I would be ready to do that by the time yeah. the song was halfway through. So it gets you pumped up, gets me pumped up. So it's like win win. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. For sure. Well, well, speaking of win-win, it's going to be a win-win if you go see Thunder Championship Wrestling. It's going to be Saturday, September 7th at the Auburndale High School. Uh, Tickets are on sale now at the high school. Uh, You can pick them up there. Floor and ringside seats are $15. General admission is $10, and it's $20 for the meet and greet. You definitely want to come out and see it. It's going to be a good time. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is going to be be there. there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are going to be there performing as well as the amazing, just the whole talent roster you guys have for that company is amazing so it's going to be a great show and you definitely don't want to miss it and speaking of things they don't want to miss how can they find you on the internet so um facebook is at will wrestle for food um instagram is at will wrestle for food as well and um twitter i have not posted anything whatsoever right but i will be soon it's uh ray b's that's r-a-y-b-e-e-z let me spell that right. R a y b e e z, boots, and without a z because you know it's yeah. not cool anymore. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> so rabies boots. Um, so I'll start putting putting stuff on there too. But like, I have that highlight video on Facebook. Um, it's it's cool to check out if you want to see some. I got body slammed off of a roof. Yeah, there's one of you going off of like one of those big moving trucks yeah. onto a couple tables. Oh, yeah. I got choke slammed off of a budget rental truck, the huge one. Like, so there's there's crazy stuff to see. Like, if you just want to see someone getting beat up and crazy stuff, um, and then like that old that old YouTube channel has full matches. Like the yeah. the match with Roderick Strong and, and Eric Stevens is on there, and that's YouTube.com/slash Bums R Us and bums is with a z because it was cool back then it was, it was cool back then. um but yeah i don't have access to that but the stuff will be there forever i assume right um and maybe i'll make a new youtube at some point but awesome awesome and you can find us on the twitter machine at hh podcast you can find us on the twitter machine at hh podcast show also you can hit us up 
on email at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to send us your emails for Buck the Mega Buck. We are going back to the Retro Game Treasure Compound very soon, and we want your questions. So send them to us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, and don't forget to put Ask the Buck in the subject line. Speaking of that, when you go to Retro Game Treasure, don't forget to put Happy Hour in the promo code box, and you will get $2 off your order. Find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show, and find all of our past episodes episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast and of course when you're on the twitter machine there's not one there's not two but there are three hashtags hashtag happy hour podcast hashtag hh podcast show and hashtag deuces on the loose later see you